Welcome to the show, Eric. Hey, Tom, thanks for having me. All right, so uh, jobs report, weaker than expected uh, this morning. Does it change any of your market narratives at this point, or is this just a bump in the road? Well, I, I think we've actually been seeing <clears throat> the economic momentum that characterized much of the beginning of the year really slow for, for the last few months. The city economic surprise index went negative at the end of July. And, you know, certainly as we look out into the back half of the year, you know, Delta, excluding the effects of Delta, I think as we look at prospect of higher taxes, uh, Fed potentially slowing down its asset purchases, uh, you know, it's quite, I think an open question as to whether or not the momentum we saw at the front half of the year can continue and the job support today uh, further underscores that. Now, if you look at what the Fed has done, remained relatively dovish, uh, a lot of people are expecting them to start the taper. Does this jobs report give them the ammunition to keep this dovish tone going where they're not going to pull back uh, on any uh, of their asset purchases on a monthly basis? Or do you look at components within this jobs report that said that say, you know, inflation's here to stay. We're seeing wages uh, start to jump rapidly. And with that many job openings, that's going to continue. I, yeah, I think the the question is really, is, is inflation going to force their hand? Uh, the Fed has remained steadfast that this inflationary pressure we're seeing is transitory and that a lot of it has resulted from bottlenecks we've seen in the supply chains of big industrial complex. But you know, just this week, we've seen uh, auto manufacturers continue to, to shut down plants and, and those bottlenecks certainly remain. And, and whether or not this is transitory, we've seen the supply chain takes a long time to adjust to, to get through these bottlenecks. Supply is very inelastic. And so, uh, you know, the question is whether or not the Fed can can fly in the face of, of, of some big inflation numbers if we still are hanging around a five handle on CPI and, and PPI continues to creep, creep up as well. Yeah, and we've got that uh, PPI uh, next Friday, so a week away from today, see if those producer prices can remain at those elevated levels, which are starting to flow into the CPI data. But now let's turn to, uh, you've got some stocks on your radar. First one I wanted to kind of talk about here is Affirm. Uh, stock jumped over 40% since uh, announcing its partnership with Amazon. Do you see more upside for this stock, or do you think uh, maybe the upside's built in because this is a giant footprint that they can take advantage of yeah I do I think you know we'll have to see and we'll get some more guidance from from both Amazon and Affirm as to the details of, of how this is rolled out and the execution around it but certainly one of the reasons uh, just a few months ago on the show we were talking about Affirm was their platform is, has some really great partnerships whether it be Spotify or Peloton when they when they first went public Amazon being a behemoth really I think the market uh, could could be underappreciating potential for this deal yeah, and I think that uh, that is one, uh, you know, that they're going to take advantage of because just uh, I think they've done some studies already and some questionnaires uh, uh, with consumers that use Amazon and nearly 50 percent have already said they will take advantage of that buy now, pay later uh, aspect of their business when purchasing things. Uh, but another company that you, you've got your eye on is uh, Semiconductors, uh, which is uh, um, which is at an all-time high. Uh, I believe the name of it is, if you can help me out here, uh, Eric. Oh, yeah, on semiconductor. I'm reading a teleprompter here, Eric, and it says on semiconductor. On O N is the ticker symbol. Go ahead. Owen, Owen definitely has had a nice run here. I think that the you know the theme of, among all these picks is really we're looking for stocks that 
the, the story is really dependent on execution. I think the multiple expansion we've seen in this market over the past few months uh, and, and really the last decade is going to be long for the tooth, especially you know whether or not the Fed starts this taper program into the back half of the year. Next year, we're starting to see interest rates rise again. We want to focus on names like ON that can really drive their multiple and their earnings higher through execution. And, and ON has a, is a proven veteran at the helm in, in Hassan El-Khori, who at his last uh, last job turned around Cypress Semi and, and sold it to Infineon uh, for a nice premium. We think you can do the same here. Yeah, and another name that you've got uh, your eye on here is Discovery. The stock got caught up in the Reddit meme uh, craze earlier this year, but back down under 30 bucks a share. Uh, why do you like this company uh, as they try, try to expand into that streaming space? Well, it's, this is all about the merger with the, the Warner assets that are coming out of AT&T. I, I think it's been well publicized that, that AT&T did a poor job running those assets. You combine the Warner assets with Discovery and all of a sudden you have a scale player that can rival Disney and Netflix and streaming. Time Warner is a standalone traded at a premium to Discovery. Uh, and, and Discovery, since the merger has been announced, has, has actually seen its multiple uh, creep lower. Now, you know, still open question as to whether or not the FTC is going to approve this deal, but John Malone rubber stamping this deal with, with his super voting shares, you know, certainly gives us a lot of confidence. And, uh, you know, as the, as the deal moves closer, I think uh, there, there, there'll be a lot of value that can be realized here.